dun 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 du in cyberspace where I talk about all things super in my world and in yours. All those cosmic bits of nerdery orbiting my planet-sized mess of a brain. Earthling dorks, I am your host, Racine, and I come in peace. In this episode, we're going to talk about something that's super special to me. And I just want to say thank you because this is actually a topic that you guys voted for. So on the Planet Super Facebook page, I set up a poll and asked you guys to choose from four topics and you chose this. So thank you for allowing me to share one of the most super parts of my life. Our topic for this episode is my alter ego, Super P. So on the podcast style, that's her, that's me actually, or her. Anyway, who is Super P? What is Super P? I'll do you one better. Why is Super P? We'll get to those questions in a bit, but right now, I want to start by asking, how are you? How was your week? My week was great. In fact, I want to share three P's that make my week super in our regular segment called, you remember? The P Break! P number one, productivity. It was such a busy week. I had so much work, man. I mean, I'm grateful that I have work in these hard times. Business or busyness is a blessing. It has been super duper hectic, but I'm happy that our team has accomplished everything that we needed to do before the weekend. So productivity's been kind of a challenge for me because I easily succumb to Zoom fatigue. Okay, so the funny thing about this whole lockdown is that it's so easy to set a meeting in a full work from home setup. So you don't need to transfer offices, round people up in one place, and then prepare to go to another altogether. You don't need to factor in travel time. You just ask if they're free to take a call, you send a link, and that's it. And you can have so many meetings in a day because you don't have to run from one place to another. What's difficult about having so many meetings in a day is that it leaves little time to do actual work. And after like countless Zoom meetings in a day, I'm pooped. My head hurts, my eyes hurt, and I don't want to look at a screen anymore because I've stared at it long enough. As early as I think maybe around 9 p.m. My brain is already dead. My, I am dead. My body's dead. I'm, I'm such a grandma. But this past week, what really helped with my productivity was waking up earlier than I usually do. Maybe around 7 a.m., 7.30. And that's when I start doing the things that I couldn't do the night prior because of Zoom fatigue, because I was tired. That includes not just work, but also exercise. So because of me waking up early and being able to do all these things Earlier in the day, I have been very productive. This week has been so productive for me. So yay! P number two is playtime. So since I was able to finish a lot of work this past week, I spent this weekend, uh, yesterday actually, yesterday is Saturday, playing PS4. So there's this indie game that we just bought called Degrees of Separation. 
Now, this is my kind of game. No conflict, no fighting, no dying, just puzzles. Um, in Degrees of Separation, actually, it's a, it's a two-player game. It's a co-op game. So you play as two characters, Ember and Rhyme. Ember is actually a girl from the forest and has the ability to manipulate heat. Rhyme, on the other hand, is this dude from a hoity-toity castle and he can control ice. So in this game, Ember and Rhyme work together but they can't really go near each other. They're separated by this weird force field that, you know, divides their world into heat and cold. And that, that is the masterful wordplay of Degrees of Separation. Get it? Degrees of Separation! That's some S-tier wordplay right there. So again, it's a co-op game, but it's co-op in the most literal sense. Like all the puzzles and goals can only be completed if you and your player two figure it out and work on it together. But it's hard because heat cancels out cold and you both need to be standing in the right place so you don't cancel out each other's moves. So my boyfriend M and I, we're And we're really thinking of streaming it on Twitch, but we'll see because it's really entertaining. It's fun to do, uh, even though it gets annoying sometimes. Um, you'd think that, you know, since there's no conflict and whatever, it's it's pretty easy. But it's a really difficult game and it involves a lot of thinking, a lot of teamwork, and a lot of patience. <laughs> so if there are at least two of you in the house and you have a PS4 or a Switch or whatever, uh, try downloading that game, Degrees of Separation, and let's see how well you fare and if you're gonna, if you're gonna bicker <laughs> just like us. So P number three is pay-per-view. Earlier this week, we witnessed Clash of Champions. So that's a WWE pay-per-view for those who aren't aware or don't know or don't follow, you know, WWE. They hold one of these every month, I think. Because <laughs> I, I haven't been watching wrestling regularly in months, maybe since July. Admittedly, I had to stop watching because at some point, it became sort of an anxiety trigger because of everything that was going on in the wrestling scene here locally. But recently, I've been getting back into WWE again, and this is my first pay-per-view back. Mainly because it's also my favorite wrestler Sami Zayn's first pay-per-view back. He's been gone for a while, I think since the pandemic lockdown began. I don't know if it was an injury or whatever, I forgot. But for this pay-per-view, he's back for a title match uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, so Clash of Champions is my first pay-per-view back too, and I loved it. I don't know if it's because I was away from it for a few months, so everything just felt fresh to me. But yeah, I loved the whole show. It was it was really entertaining, especially the first match, which was Sami Zayn's match. So the first match was for the Intercontinental Championship, um, and that's where my guy Sami Zayn competed, and he won. <laughs> Spoiler! Uh, it was an incredible match. Uh, it was funny, it was unexpected, it had lots of antics, and it was a ladder match, so the action was amazing. Ladder match means uh, the championship belt is hanging above the ring, and the first competitor to climb up the ladder and grab it wins. Um, Overall, it was the perfect match to open the show because it had a lot of action. It was really fast-paced and at the same time, uh, like I said, there were a lot of antics to it. If you want to see what I mean, just go ahead and watch it on the WWE Network or wherever you're, you're watching uh, wrestling. Um, yeah, so that was the first match. 
Another match I liked was Asuka versus Zelina Vega. So for those who don't watch wrestling, Zelina Vega is... She was primarily a manager, which means she accompanies other wrestlers to the ring and stays in their corner during a match. She wasn't actually, you know, like a wrestler-wrestler to begin with. This is actually her first legit wrestling title match i think uh and i know a lot of people had doubts in her wrestling abilities especially since oscar um I, again for those who don't know uh oscar is just this vicious striker of a champion who had wrestled in japan and other parts of the world before coming to wwe so everyone was waiting to see if zelina vega could actually keep up with oscar uh, and put her money where her mouth is because in the weeks leading to this uh, this pay-per-view, she was just running her mouth. Uh, and she did. I mean, she didn't win, but she was really impressive, at least to me. I like her, and I really hope I get to see her wrestle more with these kinds of opportunities. So there were other like random things in Clash of Champions that I really liked. There was this Ric Flair appearance as an ambulance driver. So like a human siren, I guess, saying we woo or whatever. Um, but the main event was actually my favorite part of the show, as it should be. It was Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the Universal Championship. Now, for those who don't watch wrestling, Roman Reigns is this big, good-looking Samoan dude who has been a good guy for the longest time, but then he left to protect himself from COVID because, um, I mean, in real life, he had leukemia. I think he's recovering, but you know, since since uh, COVID primarily attacks those who have weaker immune systems, I think that's why he decided to take a break. So now he's back with a new attitude, and not only is he big and good-looking, he's cocky too, and he's the champion. But he believes now that he should be known as the tribal chief. I mean, I guess it's because of the whole, you know, Samoan heritage and whatever. And the guy challenging that claim is his very own cousin, a member of his tribe, technically, uh, and that's Jay Uso. And it was such a great match. The storytelling was so good, and I hope that even if you're not super interesting you should check it out i swear uh you'll be entertained watching it for wrestling fans like myself you know what i mean when i say acknowledge it acknowledge it as one of the really good matches that happened this year you know it's true man um so anyway productivity playtime pay-per-view those were the three p's that made my week super in this episode's edition of the p break okay so on to the main topic the main event <laughs> super who who is super p super p is my alter ego she is a superhero in the making so since I was around 11, I always fantasized being a professional wrestler. Now by that, I don't mean I was doing the moves at home or dressing up as one and doing my own entrance in a funny voice and a costume and whatever. I was actually writing fan fiction. So I'd include wrestlers in WWE and put them with myself and my friends uh, in wrestling related storylines. So I had this fanfic called Slam High, which is about a high school for aspiring wrestlers. Um, it's a mess of a fiction, basically. So it's high school uh, musical X Smackdown. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to create a character for myself in Slam High. And I wanted this character to be like 
two of my favorite wrestlers. So first, the ultimate warrior who would mindlessly yell at the camera and shake the ropes, seemingly possessed by this weird deity of hyperactivity with this weird voice, angry, and he's all big and muscular and weird. Second is the Hurricane. So he's also weird, <laughs> but he's a superhero with a mask and a green cape. And he has this uh, sidekick named Rosie. Uh, who we call as a superhero in training. Shit, for short. But anyway, I wanted my character to be this strange fusion of these two. But you know, a girl who looks like me. So I created Habagat. Habagat is a masked superhero who yells strange things at the camera like Ultimate Warrior, claiming that she is possessed by a goddess of nature and is here to save everyone from Earth's undoing. Okay, weirdo. Uh, the word Habagat is actually what you call the Southwest Monsoon here in the Philippines. It's uh, It brings winds and heavy rainfall and is pretty much the cause of many floods that have happened in the country. I wrote Habagat as this high flyer. In fact, her finishing move is the moonsault, a move taken from my favorite female wrestler, Lida. So Habagat's moonsault is called uh, Kabilugan ng Buwan, alluding to her nature-inspired mysticism. Habagat wears this pink mask, uh, much like Ultimate Warrior and the Hurricane, uh, which hides her true identity. Me, <laughs> Racine, a geeky freshman in Slam High. So it's funny because I wrote this when I was a freshman in high school. I wrote a bagat into my wrestling fanfic Slam High, and then I made her Randy Orton's tag team partner and girlfriend <laughs> because I had such a crush on Randy Orton during this time. For those who aren't aware, he was the world heavyweight champion during this time. So I, I think. 2004, 2005. Uh, so I wrote her in there to save Randy Orton whenever he was in trouble. And I, I just want to shout out uh, to my my friend Casey. She was my best friend during those days. Uh, and she would also write the sort of fanfic with me. And her tag team partner in the story was John Cena. <laughs> so that was pretty much us pairing ourselves with uh, Orton and Cena, our, our wrestling crushes. <laughs> anyway... Uh, that's where the superhero persona was born. Anytime I wanted to talk about something, I would use Habagat's voice and write it into the story. Uh, there was this one time I ran away from home, and so Habagat ran away from home in my story too. When I had a test, Habagat had a test. When I had a super cute text from my crush, I'd make Randy Orton say something super cute to Habagat as well. So I channeled a lot of myself into that character, mainly because I was really dreaming of being a professional wrestler someday. And years passed, uh, I went to college, and eventually I stopped writing a fanfic. I took a big, uh, I took a break from wrestling too, especially in college when I had to move away from home and I was so immersed in my new world. I was super duper busy with schoolwork and I was meeting new people, experiencing new things essentially. Uh, for those who don't know, I spent my teenage years in Bayumbong. That's a town in Nueva Vizcaya, which is in northern Luzon. That's pretty much where I became a wrestling fan and started writing fanfic about it. But I have 
I had to move to Manila to go to college. So with all the changes going on in my life, I kind of forgot about Slam High, and then I kind of uh, I kind of strayed away from wrestling too. So Habagat disappeared. Yeah, back to parts unknown. <laughs> But I think she was still there subconsciously because I I think I was holding on to her in the back of my head because remember in the early days of Facebook, uh, I think this was 2009. They had this app called Buddy Poke, where you could create an avatar and interact with the avatars of your Facebook friends. So you could hug them, you could fart at them, you could punch them. So my avatar had a superhero mask, just like Habagat. So I feel like I was still holding on to that concept even though I stopped uh, writing about it. When I started working, uh, so this is after college, uh, this is around, uh, so I graduated in 2012. This is around 2013, I guess. I needed an outlet for all my stress and my feelings. So I revived the masked character, but with some adjustments. So I called her Super Normal Girl. So Super Normal Girl has a superhero mask, just like a bagat, but she's wearing like ordinary casual clothes. I made a few comic strips about her, just about how this ordinary girl is finding everything super. Like she thinks weekends are super, she thinks Doctor Who is super, she thinks Marvel comics are super, she thinks Green Day is super, she thinks wrestling is super. So super normal girl was just the fangirl in me that I used to channel my stress and turn it into a comic strip about the things that excite me about life. In a way, it was a coping mechanism because I was really struggling with, you know, depression and anxiety back then. My mom was always pushing me to turn my super normal girl comic strips into something bigger. Uh, she said I could create a book, I could sell shirts and art and stationery with super normal girl on it. So basically, she wanted me to turn her into a brand. I, I was attracted to the idea too, but I had neither the skill nor the confidence to do it. I mean, look at my drawings. They look so dinky. I felt like I was gonna get nowhere with that idea. So, you know, I, I never pushed through with that. In 2015, I started getting back into watching wrestling religiously. And this was also the time when I started watching local wrestling. So PWR, that's the first wrestling promotion in the Philippines since Pinoy Wrestling in the 80s. So now that uh, being a pro wrestler in the Philippines was possible, this planet-sized mess of a brain of mine started toying around with the idea of being a wrestler again. And lo and behold, Habagat arises from the depths of my forgotten memories. But she was different this time in my head. Uh, so upon resurfacing in my head, Habagat looked like she had fused with super normal girl. So there's a mask, ordinary clothes, a dinky smile, but still hovering, flying above the ring like a freak of nature. So I started imagining myself in PWR as Habagat. Uh, especially when they called for new trainees and I signed up. So I'd imagine myself wrestling with the likes of Crystal, who was the only female uh, in the roster at that time. Uh, Bombay Suarez, who was a favorite of mine. Everyone, pretty much. Habagat! Habagat is PWR champion! Habagat hits a moonsault! The Eye Academy audience goes wild for Habagat! <sighs> so that was pretty much what was going on in my head. So some friends and I signed up. I think 
uh, four of us did, but only one of them actually showed up. I did not because I chickened out because I was so anxious. I was insecure about my weight. I was 130 pounds then. Uh, I thought I was fat and I was unathletic and what was I thinking? I mean, I wouldn't last five minutes in there. So I chickened out and you know what? I actually regretted it a lot. Me not showing up, I was really disappointed in myself for it. So much that I started hating myself. Like how could I have chickened out of that opportunity? So all thoughts of Habaga disappeared. I shoved them to the back of my head. And you know, I hated myself and I sank deep into depression so bad that I got into unhealthy habits like vomiting my food because I couldn't bear the sight of my own body. I got super thin and my hair started falling out and I masked it really with the illusion of it being a result of diet and exercise but truth be told I was starving myself, I was harming myself, overexerting myself and I was losing the will to write, to draw, to even imagine, even to live. But then what happened was I decided to leave the country and try to make it on my own in the US. So the day I decided to do that, it sort of gave me hope. It took a lot of work, but I did achieve a good life there. Did I think about wrestling training there? Yes, of course. I wanted to enroll at uh, Maryland Championship Wrestling. Uh, which was relatively the closest reputable wrestling school near where I lived. But I realized that if I did, I would be really short on rent and savings, so I couldn't do it uh, because my mom depended on me too. So I settled on just being, you know, the best wrestling fan I could be there, going to shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and attending fan conventions where wrestlers were part of the panel. And throughout everything, I would still actually draw myself with a superhero mask on. I would still do it. And after a year and a half, I came back home to the Philippines just in time for a new batch of wrestling trainees at PWR. And I jumped at it <laughs> because I was feeling more confident at the time. I felt like it was time to give masked me a chance to be brought to life. And I felt like I owed it to myself to finish what I started or what I couldn't start. I owed it to myself to do something that could have saved me from spiraling before and I felt like I needed to do it to be my own hero. Uh, a hero that my 11 year old self would look up to. So when I started training, I initially wanted to fully revive Habagat, the masked hero possessed by a goddess of nature, but after giving it much thought, I realized that a name as badass as Habagat comes with high expectations as to the athletic ability of the wrestler like you'd expect a thousand hurricane runners during the match and so a month in i immediately confirmed my theory that i am not athletic i'm super unathletic <laughs> so i decided to scrap habagat and go with something closer to super normal girl one that feels more like me so i came up with the name super p simple enough uh, my name is Racine, and my friends call me Pasas. Some call me P because they're lazy. <laughs> so I just put super in front of it, and bam! Very simple, Super P. Okay, so Super P is a superhero in the making. She's training to be faster, 
better, stronger, like her favorite superheroes, mainly by fighting villains in the ring. And one day, she would like to fly. She can't yet, but she's getting there one training session at a time. She believes in justice, positivity, kindness, hard work, and the benefits of eating bananas. So as soon as I chose the name, I already started drawing her. At first with the colors pink, orange, and green as a tribute to Ultimate Warrior. But eventually, I used red, blue, and yellow as a tribute to my country. <laughs> uh, I had actual wrestling gear made, you know, uh, created by this amazing woman known as the seamstress on Facebook. So props to her. She helped, you know, bring to life the Super P character. Uh, usually I draw Super P and then accompany it with a quote of positivity or encouragement. It's what I do to help boost my own self-esteem because I have so many issues with it. I have very low self-esteem. I do it to make myself happy. I create art and videos and whatnot to make me feel better about myself. And the things I created have helped me really with my mental health. So I figured I could help someone else by posting these drawings and quotes and videos and whatever. Um, and maybe it could help boost their own morale as well. When I posted my drawings of her, I noticed that people were reacting to it, reacting positively. And it really made me happy because I was able to help people. I am able to help people. Uh, and they were thanking me for posting this and that because apparently uh, they needed to see something like that at that particular moment in their day. And it helped them get through whatever challenges they needed to face and just seeing those comments or um hearing them it really made me happy and it it kind of gives super p a sense of purpose you know because i i i created this for myself just to express myself but at the same time it's helping other people when i first created my zine how to be a superhero uh, with Super P and all the artwork, I actually received messages from people who bought it that I was able to bring positivity to their day. Um, and several times, because I would bring it with me um, to PWR shows, um, some audience members would actually approach me and then talk about it and how and share how this actually helps them. And it matters to me. That's that's the point of this. If this is how I can help change the world in my own little way, I, I'm gonna keep doing it. Because apparently by helping myself, by expressing myself and using my creation as a healing mechanism for me, I'm I'm able to help others heal too. And that makes me happy. I, I guess that's why I continue to create super PR videos whatever even though there's no wrestling and whatever because of pandemic it's because super p was never just a wrestling character she is habagat she is super normal girl she is me super p is not just a character she's the representation of all the positivity in me my hopes my dreams my story She's everything I want to be, and she is bigger than any wrestling ring, than any fanfic, any comic, any drawing, any costume. She is my hero. The one who has saved me countless times from giving up on myself. That's true. And if one day 
I actually do make it as a wrestler somewhere and they ask me to change my character like don't be a superhero that's dumb maybe be a giant banana or whatever I'm fine with that because no matter what happens wrestling or not super p will still live on maybe in drawings maybe in videos in this podcast another zine she could be anywhere but she's definitely in me so i just want to share some of your comments um in my planet super facebook page i asked who is your alter ego and what's the story behind them so here are some of the answers that people have shared Mark Gabriel Haveliana, uh, my wrestling coach, says, My alter ego is Jake DeLeon, who's basically just me, but was actually supposed to be an evil Hashendero wrestler character type, but sucks so much at being heel, he became Mr. Philippine Wrestling instead. So, heel is a bad guy in wrestling. So, he likes wrestling, Broadway musicals, RuPaul's Drag Race, and now streaming video games on Twitch. Please follow Senorito JDL uh, on Twitch. Um, he streams a lot of fun games there, including Pokemon. And then recently, he's been doing some retro games. It's a really cool page. Please follow that, subscribe, um, and support. Rex Aquila says his alter ego is Danger Rex Lawin. So Rex basically means king in Latin. Lawin is the Philippine national eagle representing bravery and strength. Well, that's cool. He says, basically a typical fry bleh. <laughs> basically a typical prize fighter aiming to prove a point in that he is untouchable and will always gun for the gold and glory. Rex is a powerhouse athlete and a martial artist. For him, Beating up people inside the pro wrestling ring is just another day at the office. To which I respond, that's super cool and super scary at the same time. Uh, another comment shared was from Stan C. So his alter ego is Mr. C. He says, Mr. C is me turned all the way up, channeling the worst traits I've seen in every Xavierian and Chinoy alpha male I grew up around. He also came out of hiding four years too late. Uh, he likes being the best dressed man in the room and rubbing it in your face. He also enjoys a nice cold beer on Fridays. So if you're on Facebook, go ahead and look up the Mr. C page and you'll see what he's talking about. Actually a very sharp dressed man, always in suits. Um, so please check that out. Thank you guys for answering my question. I'll be posting one every week so that we can discuss your answers uh, in every episode of the podcast. I also, again, want to say thank you for choosing this topic. I really enjoyed sharing this part of me. She has been called many names, whether that's Habagat, Supernormal Girl. But no matter what name she went by, she was still my, my support system by expressing you know my most positive emotions through her i was able to hate myself less how can i hate someone who just wants to get better to be super how can i hate that part of me super p has kept me alive and she is my hero um and i hope that you find the hero within yourself too whether it's an alter ego or you know just your inner self your inner super self just waiting to come out Thank you for joining me on this episode. Stay out of this world. Stay super. Like and subscribe.